There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Unless you want to. Oh, welcome everybody to Oh, oh. Sopranos oh. podcast. The podcast where we shoot the shit about the Sopranos. Uh, what? Uh, the tag stuck from last week, huh? Brought to you by Dave's Hot Chicken, as always. <laughs> when you're in LA and you want hot chicken, go Dave's. Multiple locations. Yeah, now open in Koreatown. Oh! oh! As always, I am Joe Spellman, and this is... David Federnick. And this is... Paul Gilles. And our special guest today is Dave. Why don't you go take it away? <laughs> Sopranos Graham, John from Sopranos Graham, thank you so much for being here. John, what's your last name? Laughlin. Laughlin, John Laughlin. Johnny Laughlin. Clearly, we go way back. Shit together. Um, We've been talking about getting together just to hang out for a little while. We have. uh, And um, we thought we'd just have you on the podcast instead. That's more fun anyway. That's fucking awesome. Thanks for for coming. Thanks Thanks for for having me, guys. Um, Love super fans like you guys, and you guys are killing it. So I thought I'd. You're so close. Yes. Yes. That's yes. Especially and super we're so close because we all like the show. That's right. That's true. And <laughs> super fans. We're brothers. We're brothers. Super fans in uh, the greater Los Angeles area are, you know, we should all be together. No I doubt. Agree. I agree. Yo, no doubt. So, uh, uh, okay. Anyway. <laughs> as super fans, uh, let's get to uh, this week's episode, Commendatory. Yeah. Commendatory. Season, uh, two, episode four. We're on Commendatory. Uh, I'll give a little rundown just to refresh all our listeners. Please. <clears throat> the main headlines this episode, we got Tony and co heading to the old country to secure a deal with the Italian mob regarding the sale of some stolen cars. We have uh, Angie Bomponciero uh, wanting a divorce from Big Puss, which uh, Carmela does not approve of. Mm. Uh, Pussy fights an Elvis impersonator to the death. And back-to-back intro... Oh, this is- we have back-to-back intro episodes for two of the scariest motherfuckers on the show. Last week, it was Richie. This week, meet Furio Junta, uh, and basically throughout the entire hour, uh, Andrea Bocelli's Conte Partiro uh, scores the entire episode. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so let's, uh, let's dive in, guys. What, so off the top, like, what, what did you guys like about the episode? What didn't you like? What, what worked? What didn't? John, you want to lead us off? What, what stands out in your mind? Well, I first wanted to, I didn't know if you guys knew this, but this day, 20 years ago, this episode aired and i wasn't Correct. sure if you planned this or just serendipitous <laughs> so, uh, we, not really we weirdly like we used to always record on wednesdays and we have since been recording on thursdays and the last two episodes we've basically like been on the cycle of like uh recording like exactly 20 years after the airing of that episode that we're doing so yeah, yeah so february we're, we're recording february 6th so february 6 2000 this episode aired yeah two decades old that's awesome uh <laughs> It feels like yesterday. Yeah. Uh, this is one of my episodes that uh, I did not like as much, but the more that I watch it, the more I like it. Yeah. Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah. it, it stands out definitely because it's the only Traveler episode. It right. reminds me of the uh, the Brady Bunch going to Hawaii. Right. There's uh, the quintessential, like, let's all take a trip somewhere. Yeah, like which that, can be so. a hit or miss in uh, television. Yeah. But uh, if they were going to go anywhere, this is the place to be. Mm-hmm. It just makes sense. It does. Naples University. 
I have something to say about the whole idea of taking a trip, but I'll just say it right quick, real quick. That is every episode of Succession. <laughs> That's true. All, I, I don't know if That's you've seen true. it. I love that show. I, I like it too, but I'm like, we've like, heard go this somewhere every fucking episode. Yeah, they're like <laughs> always in a helicopter. When you have fuck you money, you go wherever you it's want. That's true. That's, That's right. true. That's right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't even uh, think about that. That it is a uh, travel episode. Mm-hmm. Um, David Chase and Tim Van Patten. Together. Oh yeah, they uh, wrote it. Chase, Chase wrote, wrote it. Directed, Patton Patton wrote directed it. Yep. Shake and bake. Yeah. Uh, only time is so the only time that Chase is in the sh- in the show. I, oh, in no, the no. show? No, no, no. He uh, he appears at the end of season six A's luxury lounge on the same flight as the two Italian oh, guys right. who just killed. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Mayor Munchkinland, Frankie Valley. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's his name? God damn it. Um. But uh, uh, fuck. <laughs> but yeah, he's on the flight with them on the way back. That's correct. Yeah. That's correct. Um, uh, but I, I, that's a great scene. Yeah, is it is it supposed to be the same guy from Italy? <laughs> Maybe or is David Chase just making another cameo? It's the uh, Gino uh, Vito. <laughs> I know. Complex. Yeah. Who, yeah. Who's he's better? Technically playing a different character. Who's better, David Chase or his daughter? Who's a better actor? Oh my god. <laughs> Chase, I don't know. Chase, Chase nailed that. He doesn't, like, he doesn't have to open his mouth. Yeah. But also, uh, David Chase was the uh, voice of the guy on the phone in the test stream who told Tony, like... Uh, I uh, did not know, know that. Yeah. yeah That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, he, oh. he dips in and out. Well, don't you know all the times that David Chase was on the show? <laughs> oh, yeah. Look at you. Nerd. Dude, it's you as open if up you... this box. You want me to get nerdy about Sopranos? I'm going to, dude. It's as if you scour Reddit all day. <laughs> Searching for uh, all these little things. No, dude. I noticed all of these myself. <laughs> Shut up. Um... um my like the fr- uh, well, what I was saying when we were watching the first scene uh, of this episode was, um, they uh, like Paulie. They started talking about watching The Godfather. They were sitting down to watch The Godfather. Yeah, and the DVD player. Oh, they open up with a shot yeah. of the FBI warning thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like any, any, and Paulie's like, my favorite scene. And he quotes like the most like famous scene, like the most cliche <laughs> yeah. scene from Godfather Two, uh, and. I appreciate that Tony was like, I can't have this conversation anymore yeah, yeah, about yeah. like what's my favorite Godfather scene because I feel like in the first season, the writing around that was a little like not real or a little like too on the nose. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, it's great that like as an audience member, then the the writer like you know gives the audience like, like, like yeah, right, because okay, realistically good, like, these guys have talked about that yeah, yeah, many many times Burnt of, out course, on this. of course and they're like we can't do this again but then he starts talking about it obviously. but then he bites because <laughs> yeah, like yeah. every like guy group has the same conversations over and over and over again right. of course it's, it's it's true and yeah and they're like i can't talk about it but then they start doing it yeah <laughs> all right i'll tell the story about how i had sex with that girl oh i'm sorry Okay, spells. That was just a sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, and no, uh, I never did. on the uh, on the nose thought too. And when you watch it again, you notice the uh, when he does say that it was you, Fredo. It cuts to pussy. To pussy, yeah. And also oh, with the FBI yeah. sh- shot, it cuts to pussy. Right. So right. little hints that yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, he, yeah he's like awry. they like to do that a lot. Another, another like especially with like the juxtaposition of cuts. Like classic uh, case is in this episode after. Uh, the guy whose uh, car gets jacked uses a not so nice word for black people. Yep. Uh, and says, "Who else? Who else?" Next shot, Tony's yeah. close up of Tony's face. Yeah. That's who else, right? Right. Like, of course. Uh, and there's so much of that throughout the series, but that's you know that family are the biggest weenies. Oh my god! <laughs> can like- you can you please adjust the air conditioning? <laughs> uh, I can. I don't know. I just got the car. Really. Most cars, if you get into it, you can figure it out. I, we talk about this all the time, but like, just the way that all of the characters that are not in the mafia uh, are portrayed, just like civilian people are portrayed, is always so funny. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. are the the medigan, the worst people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the uh, yeah. fight or flight, and they're always the flight. <laughs> right, right, yeah. right, right. Oh, absolutely. Oh my god, that that, that like guy was cowering with his family. Oh, kind really of like a shape of a sausage. <laughs> what do you What do you think happened to Churchill? Oh, Ch- Churchill oh. was like, "Thank God, <laughs> <laughs> take me with you." He got back in the car. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Let's roll, motherfucker." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can I go to Italy? <laughs> um, but yeah, so eventually they head over to Italy. Mm-hmm. 
Um, the whole th- all shot actually on location in Italy uh, for those scenes. Um, but everybody that was every- in Silver Cup. <laughs> yeah. Um, every all the characters there sort of had their own sort of attitudes towards Italy, like going on. Like, mm-hmm. well, I mean, Chris, we didn't get much of because he was just shooting. <laughs> he soaked it all up. Yeah, yeah. Is that the first time we've seen him I, like shooting up? Shooting I was up. Gonna ask you that. I don't. I don't know. I think it might be. I think that might be the introduction to at least his um, his heroin use, <laughs> like where it becomes problematic. Right. I mean, uh, you know, he misses out on meetings and. Uh, he never gets to go see that fucking crater, uh, and then he buys yeah. a gift for aid uh, like in the Newark airport. Right, <laughs> it's great. The guy um, with his heroin tracks too—they were all over the place. Like, keep your yeah. sleeves down, man. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, it was almost like he was like showing them to everybody. Like, yeah, yeah, check yeah it right. out. I know you're meeting people for the first time. Like, maybe cover up the uh, the heroin tracks. This is our know. number one solid guy. Yeah. He's always is, with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> This is yeah. Antonio. Just look at the track marks. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, loves to shoot up. And if any of you like to shoot up, Polly, Polly, Polly's amazing. This episode, so such a great Polly episode. Right. He romanticizes the idea of Italy, and then you know we get to see how like none of that really meets his expectations. Right? Right. He's not happy with the food. He, he People are the, like rude to him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, he discovers the new word, commendatory, obviously, and he yep. tests it out, and then David Chase <laughs> which does which, not... Uh... Which is accurate of, like, um, older people who travel, like, they learn often learn, like, three words. If you're traveling to, like, a, a, another country where they don't speak English, people get, like, very into using, like, three words, and they get very excited about it, so sure. it's, like, very authentic... Right. Like well, you guys older use it person. in your bits too. You have a we did, sort of a yeah. segment that <laughs> that segment yeah. kind of uh, it died on the vine. Died on the vine. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we brought it back though. A little bit, yeah. For those of you who haven't heard past episodes, we did a segment called Commendatory, where we would each choose a person in that episode who we thought was deserving Usually of some a obscure shout. character. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, some non main character in the episode that deserved a shout. Um, in this one, it's got to be the. Uh, the the father in the wheelchair who insists on, yeah who insists on staying all of the like well he starts with Wilshire Boulevard but but he's <laughs> yeah. it uh it goes into like basically like New York highways it's like major digging <laughs> espresso <laughs> very very good nice touch they, very good George Washington Bridge <laughs> the writers know how to introduce characters. And just give them just enough of a unique voice and touch to make them memorable. Like, yeah, yeah. like oh yeah, we never see this guy again, and immediately like he's just a memorable character. Um, but that dinner, that whole dinner scene where they first meet him, it's it's kind of like a clusterfuck because there's so much going on. Right. Uh, we're like kind of feeling out who Furio is for the first time. Mm-hmm. Tony's dealing with uh, Nino, I think the guy's name mm-hmm. is, trying to like make deals for this car, the car deal. Uh, we got Pauly, like, fucking dealing with the other guys. They call him uh, a classless piece of shit, basically, yeah. for ordering uh, spaghetti and tomato sauce. Even worse than the Germans. Ew. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. That, Ouch. That one, that one stinks. That stinks. Uh, and then, and then he, he goes to take a shit, and he can't figure out, like... Like He's, the... like, disturbed by, like, the toilet system. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He looked disturbing. Yeah, yeah. That's well, sort of in line with his uh, issue with shoelaces, too. Yes, so yeah. Right on the nose his fear the of uh, men's Why? rooms. Why would they be wet? <laughs> um, but yeah. Talking I, about, well, sorry, talking off of that, yeah. um, uh, when Pauly um, sleeps with the prostitute, uh, like, and um, uh, they, they recognize that they're from the same town uh, or village in, uh, in Naples, and, uh, um, I said to Gullius, I was like, "Is this? Is this? Are they supposed to be like cousins or something?" Oh, I guess we're gonna talk about that later. But, <laughs> but she does, um, like start doing something with her foot, and it reminds me of like the shoelace thing. But I guess oh, the, uh-huh. is that is that later the shoelace thing? Yeah, well, that's yes. the third yeah, season. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, I mean, maybe maybe now maybe now I'm thinking of a callback, but. It's not a callback to anything because that he talks about the shoelaces later. Well, you have the <laughs> fingernail clippings too in this episode. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> With I, their whole like superstitious attitude. Oh, I do. I completely. Under, I do it too. I burn my um. 
yeah. my nail clippings. I was wondering what that smell was. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is burned nail clippings. Yeah, <clears throat> that's right. Just, Sorry, guys. Yeah, I burned like a whole bunch before you guys got here. So my, my uh, stomach acid just burns. <laughs> I eat them like a fucking gorilla. Right, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Polly. I mean, what's interesting to me is like when those guys at the at the dinner table called Polly a classless piece of shit. Basically, our guys from New Jersey in Italy are what like Cusimano and like all those guys are to like the Wonder Bread Wops are right. to our guys in Jersey. You know, it's like yeah, he's asking for spaghetti and meatballs. <laughs> right, like, right, yeah. right. Gets a Sunday gravy out of a jar. Well, that how's that any different from like asking for spaghetti and meatballs right, at an right. actual like Italian restaurant in right. Naples? You know, right, right. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, and then Tony is all business this episode mm-hmm. uh, with Annalisa. She's also a very memorable character, a woman boss. Uh, what'd you guys think of her? She's great. She's great. It's funny, like, um, Beautiful. I, I, I feel like in the back of my mind, I, I often, uh, I mean, I know that she's only in this episode, but I th- always think to myself that, like, she, like, sort of, like, a part of me feels like she was in more episodes. You know what I mean? Uh, am I allowed to get nerdy with you guys again? Or? Oh, uh, I mean, it's inevitable. <laughs> oh, 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 that's true. That's she, true. She but in, you know what I mean? She was not, in not, Funhouse. Yeah, yeah. N- yeah she, not, she appears, uh, not oh, in, like, a flash. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, it's also like fantastic acting, uh, by her and, um, actor who plays Furio, like his name escapes me. Federico. Uh, Federico Castelluccio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they, uh, they're both like such convincing Italian people. She, and you know she, that Federico is not. Yes. No, yeah. Federico yes. is not. He's, he's born and raised Jersey or? Uh, I think he moved to Jersey so, at an early so age. I, um. But she was Italian though. She. Super nice guy in real life, by the way. That's what I've heard. Oh, so yeah, cool, man. super that's, cool. You love to hear that. Yeah, and he was he was an artist too, right? Like he like still is. It. Oh, he's still amazing like, artist. That's so um, cool. That's wild. Uh, uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, I so I um before I even saw him on Sopranos, I like was obsessed with the movie Made, and he's a bouncer like in in one scene, like a very memorable scene in that movie, yeah. and he's just like a like American bouncer guy, like yeah. right. It's it's weird to hear him without the accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Annalisa uh, Sofia Milos. Sofia Milos. Uh, she was excellent. Um, but I read in the Seppenwall book that when they asked Chase, like, what would you like do over in the series? He would have recast her. What? Whoa, yeah. really? Whoa. He, he said that. Uh, what? Yeah. He why? Just, he said he thought she was good, but like. She was too like super modely. He wanted somebody who was more like not so <clears throat> not pretty, so I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Uh, he said, he he felt that he that was to a me that's part inauthentic. Of, but to me, that's what makes it more believable. Is that like she has like all these guys in the palm of her hand because of her. It's true. It does, but it does. I do get that. It feels like a little Hollywood when you have somebody that beautiful. Um, sure, but yeah, but also yeah. her coming on to uh, Tony uh, and Tony like denying her. Yeah, I don't, I don't buy it. Well, that's the interesting thing. So he's like, I don't shit where I eat when she comes on to right. Me. Well, he's like very happy to shit where he eats when it comes to his marriage and uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. everything else. Like you know, like he fucks. Um, uh, he fuck. You know why? Why is it's just interesting that his uh, he draws a line when it's a business part, you know. What I right. Mean? Um, but yeah, I thought. Yeah, I think in later seasons, uh, he probably would have would have crossed that line. Yeah, I, I, I think, think so. maybe they were trying to maybe they were trying to say something or set something up because right. I mean I think he I was saying I thought I thought he hit it, he was hitting on her because when he, when they were having the Amaro, like it seemed like he was a little drunk and and like I saw him like. <laughs> Touch her leg, like very, like you know, you know that yeah, move. Yeah. I think the every, they were setting it up. Like everybody thought Tony was going to go there, and then they sort of like subverted that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they won't. They right. <clears throat> no, I would have liked to. I would have liked to see them get it on. Really, well, you do <laughs> briefly. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. In his Full, dream, like yeah. Roman gear. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just yeah. love that they had to like go out and find all that shit and fit Gandolfini <laughs> in like for a Roman soldier, yeah, like yeah, yeah for uh, yeah, the, the boom mic guy for that, whatever. <laughs> right, right. for like seven seconds, not even right on like a on like a, a veranda, like looking at, looking over a ocean or something. Right, yeah, right. yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I wish I was there. 
That was probably at Silver Cup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll for a backdrop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we're, we're not looking for the shit in Naples. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, what'd you guys think about how Tony like walked away from the deal? Like, obviously, he this is how Furio stays with us like throughout the mm-hmm. series. But I, I was reading online, like, there's like a lot of different interpretations of whether Tony like knew what he was doing when he was dealing with Annalisa. Or if he, like, kind of got the shit end of the stick here. What do you think? Um, I mean, they're sort of setting it up that she's a better boss than him. Yeah. In the mm-hmm. beginning, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. like, she takes care of her father. He he doesn't take, you know... Right. Well, she, she doesn't has... put his, her father in a home. Like, right. It's just like, mm-hmm. setting up, like, you know, how she's a, she's a better person and maybe business person than he is. Um, And then I guess maybe they subvert that at the end. I don't know. Is that is that what they're what they're trying yeah, to do? Yeah, no. The the thing is, I guess he he came down from his initial price just to get Furio. Yeah, and, right. And uh, in the end, he's like, "Oh, did I tell you we did real good over there?" Like, and I think he says it twice, and it sounds like he's like trying to convince people and himself that he like lived up to what he wanted. He's probably more convinced after a few more episodes when you get to see the power of Furio. <laughs> right. That, yeah. That's true. Yeah. It was it was all worth it. Yeah. But I think it's tough to call a winner when you're on home field advantage of Italy. However, that would have shaken out. True. Yeah. He's true. leaving and it's going to be a little bit less than he expected. For sure. And I think he yeah. had a lot of disadvantages going into it just because it was his first time over there. He didn't know like who Nino was. Yeah, and he's caught off hell. guard about the whole situation. And well, he didn't really get much from uncle junior when he like met with him at the doctor's office. To, right. Like, but, but uncle June like gives him the little, like he, you know, He's classic Uncle June, like you know, uh, like poking and prodding him. Right. But yeah. Yeah. yeah so he's, he's old school. Yeah. Or, he's old school. Right. And then to not have not even, that. Yeah. 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 Um. But yeah. So <clears throat> never had the makings of a varsity athlete. <laughs> well, I think the other thing too is uh, he talks about you remind me of someone I know, mm-hmm. and we can assume it's Melfi. Yeah. Yeah. And he yep. doesn't know how to handle Melfi. Like that's right. His right. Wit. Right. Yeah, no, for sure. Like this is this is somebody who uh is definitely like matches Tony in in his like uh intelligence and and uh savviness especially when it comes to the business. So, he's probably thrown a little bit especially because, well, probably because so it's a woman. It's yeah. why he says a million times too like uh, would never happen. Yeah. Never happen in America. Yeah, I love that Furio's yeah. so surprised like in yeah. America, you know evidence? <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. Like that's that's not, that's seems a little weird, but I guess I guess like Italians like worship their mothers basically so much. Mm-hmm. So it might, is, doesn't he say something like that? It comes easy she, for she's, them to like. She says it. Oh, okay. And Elisa yeah, yeah. says it to yeah. Tony. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense, you guys. But he, and yeah, and he says it when he goes. Uh, what are you gonna do? Like, I mean, I think he's <laughs> sort of trying to like. They're trying to. Be like, oh, he's on his level. Yeah. You know, because mm-hmm. uh, he's going to go <laughs> live in America soon. So. Right. Just yeah, the I money. Am... <laughs> <laughs> uh, best scene. What did you guys think mm. of uh, when they fucking slapped around that kid and his mom? Uh, that was great. And Tony and, it, it, uh, and Polly are and Polly like, are like Whoa, just whoa. a kid. You yeah. Know, like... Just sitting on fire, fireworks. Mm. Uh... Loved it. <laughs> Loved it. Joe's like, yeah, we need more of that. We need more of that in this so country. So many people let off fireworks in my neighborhood on the L.A. River. Oh, yeah, and you yeah. have a dog, and the dog gets scared. The dog gets scared, yeah. and I'm always like, oh, I want to smack these kids. <laughs> yeah, especially if uh, you're trying to avoid getting shot. You want yeah. to yeah. set a precedence. Yeah. Maybe, uh, yeah, be aware when those guys are kind of hovering around. Maybe don't set off the fireworks, like, right at the restaurant where they always eat. Like, <laughs> but that would be a part of you. <laughs> wow, this is how you welcome, do it. Welcome to Joe Spelming University. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to walk your dog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, it, it's it's definitely there to illustrate a difference between the Italian mob and the New Jersey mob. And, right. And, and I feel like, especially in the early seasons, they're always looking for like opportunistic moments to paint our like, our juicy guys as, as as like not as bad. Yeah, I mean, Richie right. this season is like does that so much for Tony, right? Like you mm-hmm. introduce a lunatic like Richie 
Tony looks like the most relatable, like gentle guy you've ever seen. Yeah, and then you have him go visit Beansy in the hospital, and like, right, yeah. right, right. He's like, the hero. Tony's the good guy. Yeah, they don't concern themselves so much with that in the later seasons. In fact, I think David Chase made a point to like repeatedly remind the audience that like he's these, these people are pieces of shit too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, still like they they see these guys punch a woman in her face <laughs> who's just clearly trying to protect her son, and they still do business with him, of course. So well, I mean, it's you know. Come on. But uh, but yeah, there was a lot of stuff going on not in Italy this episode. You forget yeah. that you were saying it's like si- a Seinfeld episode. Yeah, in Seinfeld, you always like watch an episode, a random episode, and you're like, I cannot believe all these things are in this episode. Like, right. commendatory feels like that. You get like, uh, yeah, all this stuff like with uh, like pussy, like seeing the the Elvis impersonator. You get the women uh, at Vesuvio having lunch. The Fucking nosy, eat your men a gut. Like so many like memorable lines like that. It's a favorite. That's a favorite. Yeah. It's good meme fodder for sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Well, the woman in the background behind Angie Pumpkin Zero is the has one a of the worst extras. Fucking spaghetti. Yeah, definitely one of the worst extras. And she's just twirling it and poking at it. Doesn't put it in her mouth. Keeps looking at the back of her head, but yeah. her that her eye line is like pretty much at camera. She's like looking at camera. I'm surprised someone would be like, "Don't look at it." Yeah, don't, it's like, just talk it's, to your 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 right. friend. You could it, when you've seen The Sopranos yeah, as many times well, as we yeah. have, you just start watching the background. You're not right. even looking at the man. I've anymore. commented on this before. No, I of know. course, yeah, because like, it, but it's so it's so like close up in the in the frame. <laughs> right, like it's hard to. It's no, it's hard like to, a, it was a fuck notice. up by the art department giving her a mountain of spaghetti like that. But also, <laughs> yeah, maybe, cartoon. But maybe they like gave Lady her the all that spaghetti because they're like, you can eat. Don't worry. You can eat this. Like, <laughs> she like, does not. She does not. She's like, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm gluten free. But the fact that her eyes kept going to the, to, to her, to her, you kept, yeah. kept noticing them. You not, kept looking not well at her directed. Eyes. Not well directed. Yeah, someone I feel the, like should have Does she have like, credits? Can we find her? <laughs> yeah, we what is she doing? Can we show her down. Sit her down and, Do you remember and me? just we'll hash this out. Sopranos and I had a mountain of spaghetti and I did not eat a bite. <laughs> she goes, oh yeah, I never worked again after that. <laughs> um, but no, t- Tony Kalem as uh, Angie Bompensiero comes, uh, debuts this episode and I think she fucking kills it. She's so good. She holds her own with fucking Edie Falco and yeah. Sharon Angela, like off the bat. Like she's she's so good. Like Carmela brings up the religious thing, and she's like, oh, "Have the Pope go live with him." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's great. And, and just to so immediately like feel connected to, or feel like some any emotion towards a, a character you've just been introduced to, mm-hmm. like that's such a feat in writing and acting. And Tony Kalem just fucking nails that. Yeah, um, she's great. Uh, I, those scene, that scene where she like. Uh, takes the roses that uh, pussy brings to her and just fucking smacks it with it. It's just you know you just you feel the anger and the and the resentment she has for him. Uh, but I do love that character's sort of come up in the series. You know. Oh yeah, it's like, a great arc. Yeah, I mean she's always dealing with shit. Yes. Uh, Tony especially, but eventually you know she's running her own business. She's yeah. Then she goes from dealing with pussy to <laughs> dealing with. Uh... Uh, fucking Phil. Phil. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's off. Of, of, it's off its axis. <laughs> it's a skew. Yeah, yeah. She has a lot of highs. I'm not and sitting low. at twelve o'clock. <laughs> she has a lot of highs and lows. Yes. Yeah. And, and then, great. like, when she's like, she tells uh, Carmela that she's not getting enough money, like, to pay her bills and stuff. And Tony goes and like breaks her window, the windows oh, of her dog. car. Yeah, with the dog. Yeah, with the dog. Yeah. yeah. I always had an issue with that because if your job is to fix cars, like, you're not really hitting it home. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. like, oh, that's fine. I have yeah. some windshields. In, right, in yeah. uh... Should have driven it, like, into the ocean or something. <laughs> <laughs> driven it into the house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't go Might have been house. overkill, yeah. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. He could have got away with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Crashing a car into yeah. a house to destroy a house. Right. Well, th- well, you also wanted the kid and his mother to get punched in the face. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I wanted to see true. them executed on the street. <laughs> um, in America, you don't do that? <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't have execution? <laughs> in the town square to pay off the police cell? What are you uh, going to do? We have to kill a kid. Here. <laughs> uh, the other memorable scene in this is with um, Janice and Carmela. When Janice starts like, like, you know, Passive aggressively, right? Like, like Machismo. taking shots at Carmela and Tony and, mm-hmm. and their lifestyle, uh, vis-a-vis uh, uh, fucking big puss. Um, 
And then just the way that Carmela turns it on her, and she's like, "You, you of all people, fan of the flames with Richie April, right? Like, you had me for a second there, but uh, talk about old school. Yeah, yeah talk yeah, about yeah, old yeah. school. I'm old school. <laughs> no, his his time in prison uh, has made him sensitive to the plight of women, and just the way Edie Falco cackles at that. Yeah, it's just, so good. And, and the way she like exits that scene is just so. Fucking I, I fun. wonder if she like uh, they were doing like the table read, like she, or she read it for the first time, and she actually like got such a kick out of that i mean i bet it's it's great writing yeah yeah (laughs) such a hypocrite yeah uh and then how do we all feel about the elvis impersonator i thought he's great you liked him i I, you don't like him Ah. i think he's like great little like bit part john what'd you think uh my initial research on this is these actual elvis impersonator i buy it i'm surprised fucking nailed that that sort of what what did he say to paulie like or not paulie pussy Uh, see you later Oh, yeah, I'll see you just, later. Yeah, Mr. Yeah, cocksucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Root cocksucker. Yeah. Trying um, to think, do I, I know they, any connected they... guys in Delaware? <laughs> no. Watching <laughs> that again, though, I could see why just his response to that put a little doubt of, like, he was winking that I don't think yeah. you're actually a made guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Like, he, he had to kill him. Right. I mean, well, he either thought Puss was uh, an informant or he was gay, probably, so... <laughs> Um, but, but yeah, imagine that casting, that room with all those Elvis impersonators, like oh Guido Elvis impersonators yeah, what a, <laughs> before what a, they settled on that guy. What a waiting room that must've been. <laughs> uh, and you said, uh, Goliath, that, uh, that party store is right next to the bank. Oh yeah. So in college, I went, my, my college roommate, uh, was from, uh, Bergenfield, New Jersey. And we went to the bank. We were we were like little bitches, so we didn't go inside the big satin dolls. Satin dolls, yeah. But but uh, <laughs> you were scared. You were a little scared. I don't. I, we were just like intimidated, I guess. So we saw some sure. like weirdos going in, and like we we're like, this is not the bank. <laughs> we we're like, this is like the middle of the day, like some CD fucking strip club. Uh, but um, but yeah, immediately next door is that like party box. Like, John, have you story. been to any of those like spots? So I had the pleasure of being uh flown out twice to new jersey once for like the pre sopranos con and the second time to attend and part of the fanfare that night was to go to satin dolls Mm -hmm. but after emceeing like the whole day and drinking a little bit i i knew it was going to be a shit show (laughs) oh yeah uh because the the bus was going to take you out there and then you kind of had to find your way back or (laughs) oh god yeah yeah yeah. yeah. talking to enough people that have been there it's it's really small so it's gotcha. yeah, and knowing all the people that were going, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of I checked that off. But I've yeah. done uh, Holston's. Nice. I, I didn't get to do nice. uh, the North Caldwell House, but uh, just being out there, you you get sort of the whole vibe too. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely uh, it's Jersey. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's funny that like before that show, nobody would ever imagine any of those places to be tourist attractions. <laughs> Holston's <laughs> and Satin Dolls. Yeah. Pizza Land. But, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it sucks that I, th- I think Satrials did get torn down. Mm. Uh, is no longer standing. But, or Centani's or whatever the hell it was called. Um, but, uh, yeah, and then uh, wrapping up the episode, we have, uh, I love the little moment when Tony walks in and it's the callback to uh, Angie's story about how her stomach just sank when Sal, when pussy came home mm-hmm. after disappearing and that look on Edie Falco's face, she just fucking nails it. Yeah. You know? Um, and of Brandy. course music swells mm-hmm. spells. You want to sing a little Conte? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, f- all right. Cut okay. that. Cut that. Yeah. Have to edit that out. Yeah. Anything else guys about this episode? What no. we- Any other last uh, comments before we move on? Makes you want to go to Italy. Spells yeah. does it? Have you been? <clears throat> I ha- I have been. I have been. Uh, but I haven't been to Naples though. Mm. I'm going in like three or four months. Awesome. Yeah. Have you so, been, John? No, I've never been to Europe. Uh, Nor have I. Uh, we should going go to a friend's wedding next year, so I think we'll be in Spain for that. But I want to try okay. to do the Ooh. round. Of yeah, that's the it. thing. Once you're in Europe, it's very cheap to travel within Europe. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I should be saying commendatory to everybody I see. I, I, you, let's be honest, you will be. I will. Are you going to go see that fucking crater, though? Or are you going to shoot up? <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see if I have time. He's going to let firecrackers. I, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're going to get it's, smacked uh, around by the fucking no, it's, Gamora. It's reverse. He's going to be uh, at uh, Vesuvio uh, like every day and be like, I, I'm going to shoot up. 
<laughs> I'm telling you, I'm gonna get around and shoot. I'm gonna up. get some gonna firecrackers. Shoot up, get some firecrackers, and go <laughs> to this crater, Mount <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, that's good up, guys. Yeah. Good up, good up, cool. good up. Piove, senti come piove, madonna come piove, senti come viene giù. Piove, senti come piove, madonna come piove, senti come viene giù. Hai visto che piove, senti come viene giù, tu che dicevi che non pioveva più, che ormai non ti saresti mai più innamorata. E adesso guardati sei tutta bagnata e piove, madonna come piove, sulla tua testa e l'aria si rinfresca e pioverà fin quando la terra non sarà di nuovo piena e poi si rasserena. All right, John, so uh, for this segment, we just kind of wanted to uh, pick your brain a little bit, um, kind of go through um, some of your background and, uh, you know, how you found the show and um, started Sopranos Grimm and all that stuff. So I guess uh, I, I would start with um, where are you from originally? So I'm originally from Santa Clarita. Okay. Uh, north of here. Nice. In a town called Saugus. Okay. Cookie cutter, uh, middle America, uh, great place to raise your kids, horrible place to keep them after that because yeah, you just yeah, get yeah. into trouble. Right. <laughs> um, spent a little time up in Northern California and then uh, probably the last five years I've been living down in the South Bay. Nice. Uh, avoiding all that heat that Santa Clarita and the Valley gets during the summer. <laughs> Very that. smart. Um, so yeah, I'm a native Angelino. It's usually rare around these parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, yeah, we often, uh, talk about being from the East coast, like, you know, in the tri-state area, a, a lot of, a good chunk of our guests, I feel like have been from that area too. So it's interesting to have a perspective from like a West coaster, um, who got into the show. Did you, when did you get into the show? So I was, uh, gosh, probably a senior in high school, 2001. Mm -hmm. So I knew about the show. I watched it. Uh, mm -hmm. I had some friends' parents that were really into it, but I wasn't. I wasn't diehard, uh, mm -hmm. and I can attest to that. And it probably wasn't until I started working with um, a coworker, uh, Justin, who was also on the podcast right. for a little yeah. bit. Yep. Um, and him and another guy were, you know, we the three of us. We would just rap out about Sopranos quotes and different things. And finally, I kind of sat down and said, "You know, I need to." give it the its justice and the full watch through right and um i had had a knack for making memes around that time meme evolution had sort of branched into <laughs> away from that picture word top and bottom and more right. into a, a meta sort of thing right and uh around that time it, technology on your phone made it really easy to Make memes at work. Craft your memes. When everyone thought I was making sales calls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, just touching my phone in really intimate ways to make these strange things. Um, and I made a lot for work or just in general or among my friends. Just, you know, throw somebody's face on something humorous. Uh, I believe uh, it. I'm in our group of friends. I'm the one that uh, makes the memes. Yeah, I call him uh, Mr. Meme. Yeah. yeah. Pretty... You got to have one in every group. And oh, it's yeah. And, <laughs> I feel like I should start charging my friends because I constantly will get, hey, can you put this guy's face on this picture? <laughs> yeah, I get, I get it. that a lot. Yeah, or yeah. are you to the point now where yeah. they'll be like, nah, I, I need it to look a little better. And you're like, yeah, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, sometimes I go back in like my camera roll and I see like old ones that I made for our group of friends like years ago, and they're so bad. It's like the face isn't actually cut out. It's just like a... Like, a square with like a color behind their head. And I just like yeah. superimposed it. <laughs> so um, this was like three years ago. I started doing that. And if you go down nice. to the very, very bottom of my page, a lot of them look like that. They're very <laughs> like the origin of memes or the beginning of my like skill on a phone. Um, and do, you, do you remember what your first uh, Sopranos gram was? I think the first one that I did was like the uh, Ralph Cifaretto talking to Johnny Sack about a, she hit me and b and he's like holding an oar instead of uh saying <laughs> she it's just silly yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. um but the for a good 
six months to a year, it was literally just for our own entertainment. Sure. We didn't have the greatest work setting. And this was our little bit of like escape that we could laugh about uh, mm-hmm. privately. Um, and then I don't know if it was around five to 10,000 followers. I felt like this obligation, like I need to make these. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, so was it, it was a, a, like a slow progression or, or do you remember like a meme or two that kind of hit. caught fire? No, it was really, uh, I mean, we would get excited and, and not to say like anybody has a page and however size, like the content is the content, sure. the followers will come later. Right. And like you listen to Gary Vee or some of these guys, it's so true because yeah. it's all the same, but mm-hmm. we would get so stoked. Be like, man, we have 200 likes on this one. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. this is our biggest one yet. And, uh, um, so Andrew, Justin and I originally started the page. Um, and then just through life, things kind of circumvented. They were great for, Hey, I got this idea. Mm-hmm. And then I would conceptualize it into a meme. And then maybe for the last three years, um, we've just haven't been able to interact in that way because we're not all sitting in the same room. Right. Um, uh, and yeah, and then now it's, I think my brain works in this weird way where I wake up, I look at the news, and I try to find some yeah. specific thing that ties into current pop culture. Right. Yeah, yeah. You're or, always on it. You're always very tough. <laughs> it, it's my one creative outlet, and I think I get the most excited when I hit a meme that is the least liked because it's such a uh low level like you really <laughs> like have to be deep, a diehard deep cut. Fan. yeah, yeah. Right. like i mean uh, what, what i appreciate about your um account as because because you know there's you and time immemorial if it, you guys are like the two kind of gold standards he's my meme consigliere oh, that, yeah shout love out to hear that shout out to dan shout out dan um but his you know are a little more like straight lace like this is for the fans of sopranos like yours are often much more like esoteric i feel like and like kind of um like kind of uh, like the third joke you know what i mean like 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 you're sort of like delving a little deeper creative creative yeah and you know? i i've struggled through the process of growing the page because there was a time when you get comments from people like this is ridiculous like <laughs> no one cares about I, this i'm sure we had that because we we've we've been well, following for a long care. time yeah, yeah yeah i do feel like we i mean we pass around your memes quite often yeah yeah uh, and then we're, there have definitely been a couple where we're like, what? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but it should be that way. But the, Absolutely. But, you yeah, should be yeah. making the ones that like you want to make. And because I, yourself I don't make a dime off of it. Right. It, it's all labor of love. The podcast that you know, I was so blessed to get involved with with Vic and Pada Bing was always just a passion project and mm-hmm. a love letter to David Chase. Um, I think the minute, if it ever turned into anything else than that, I just wouldn't have that. Be interesting. Quoi, yeah. or sure, the, yeah. the passion for it yeah um as people who make this podcast we completely understand yeah <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah i think that's why i resonated with you guys because um there are a lot of podcasts out there mm-hmm. they're all very different yeah. yes um, the one thing that i i like that you guys do is that you do jump around we can tie in different things right um and you can flex the muscle in a different way of fandom and and make different connections we're pretty unapologetically like uh uh you know bringing up all kinds of things from much Across later episodes series, yeah. and yeah 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 the, we, a lot a few of the pods like were are beholden to like oh we don't want to spoil it for people just listening on their first watches but right. at this point like we decided we're like people are just if you haven't seen the show at least once like this is not the podcast for you right yeah, yeah. And to get like uh, meta with describing like the level of fans, you know, when they talk about Elvis country. Yeah. Like, yeah. It sounds derogatory, but there is that level of fans. It's the Elvis yes. country that like yeah. the very I mean, low hanging fruit things about Sopranos. Right. And speaking of that, so you went to Sopranos con, um, we, you know, we wanted to go, but it was literally two weeks before my wedding. Uh, so that was not happening. Um, you probably uh, wouldn't be married. <laughs> I would yeah. Definitely not be married. Not. Um, we would yeah, go how, to the Bing that night. And yeah, yeah, yeah. We would have had no, to yeah. go there. We would have gone there, and we <laughs> it would have been bad. And never left. Yeah. Um. What uh? What was it like? Uh. Like you know, as somebody who was there, um, Dude, was, firsthand. I mean, I'm a weird memer slash influencer <laughs> in such a niche community, right? And 
sitting here in California, you don't see it. And occasionally you run into people that'll no. say, hey, I like the show. And then I'll show them. They'll be like, holy uh-huh. shit. <laughs> but uh, there was the first time when I, I stepped into a place where like there were a few people who were like, John. <laughs> and I, I'm never going to get used to that. I don't, yeah, and yeah. I'll probably only get that at that one <laughs> Sopranos con event. Hey, But uh, it was cool. And it felt like family, uh, both with the organizers of the event. Mm-hmm. Um, and getting to spend a lot of time behind the scenes and, you know, seeing things that the general admission didn't get to. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I arrived, um, you know, these guys, the Pure Passion Project, those guys created, yeah. uh, they're like, listen, uh, the day that, that I got there, like, can you uh, MC the panel and the whole stage show? <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. I mean, I, I've done that type of stuff before. Yeah. I'm in production. I was like, okay, let's let's do this. So I did it, and uh, it was exhausting, and it was amazing, <laughs> yeah, and I, I had unprecedented access to like tell people that were on the show to like hold your horses, and <laughs> you need to sit here, and we're not ready for you yet, and wow. um, just meeting people, but still having that uh, what we're probably used to out here that bravado of like. I know you're famous and I know you're, but we all put our pants on the same way. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Right. But you're also like someone that I, from a show that I'd spend probably three to four hours thinking about daily. <laughs> so right. it's just so surreal. And I, I'm so like humbled by like the reception that I get and the, the people that reach out or like getting to sit down with you guys is like, it's just weird, it, it, but it's cool. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. It's, it is wild that like a TV show like uh, just bonds a bunch of people. Well, mm. it's 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 funny because and and the reason I think your stuff took off is because the show just missed the time period where meme culture and like podcasts and like you know, social media explosion, social media kinda, things yeah. going viral. Like it just missed that, and so there's this vacuum for all these fans who still love the show twenty years later. Uh, and and where do you put all that like fandom now and for you mm-hmm. to create like a meme page like people of course are going to flock to that because there's still such a thirst for that yeah um and the uh, same thing with all with our podcasts and all the other podcasts like there's just such a th- uh, thirst for that i think you were very smart to do what you do and obviously you're you're great at what you do i appreciate that uh, yeah. with the 20th year anniversary too i feel like there's just sure and the movie coming up I'll um, tell you what though, the demographic of like people that are like fans of the show, at least from what I see and like the followers that I gain to, are like the eighteen to twenty two year old girls. Really? Yeah, it's like uh, this uh I'm we have a couple followers going to like college that, yeah. and I'm uh, binge watching T V shows and it's amazing how many Two of our like fans uh, most diehard fans are like um young women. <laughs> or like what? Well, not not couple, eighteen to twenty two, but like that have interacted with us. The yeah, most. yeah, yeah. Uh, so I guess I'm oblivious <laughs> on the on on social media. Yeah, oh, Joe okay. and on I, Instagram or something. Joe and I run the Instagram <clears throat> and the the Twitter. I just look at the notifications. Right, right, right. But uh, I guess the the whole thing, all circling back, is I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing without that content already there. And, sure, and sure. There's no other show that you can open the news and find some sort of way to tie in that it related to, I mean, Kurt Douglas passed away, rest in peace. Yeah. And the first thing that I thought of and like 17 other people that commented were like, that was the first line that came in my head. Yeah. And it's, it's just, it's weird. Yeah. Fucking There's no other word for it. It's just (laughs) weird. Yeah. Yeah. And there'll never be a show like that. I mean, we, we talk about this a lot, but, uh, just a show that, uh, is, um, this critically acclaimed uh as a as a, a drama um well acted but also so funny it's so 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 funny it right? really is yeah um do you have i know it's probably like a very hard question to answer but do you have like one meme that you especially are the most proud of that uh gosh uh, the one that this is I'll great radio. I'm asking yeah. you to describe a meme to us. <laughs> no, and that's that's the hardest thing too. Is the uh, the starter kit series have always been challenging oh, yeah. to yeah, try yeah. to encapsulate. And if you go back far enough, you'll see that when I've reposted them a year later, there's always additions or there's evolution to it or trying to. I mean, those make are, so that those there wasn't a comment that said you missed this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's still characters like I'm I'm struggling with an Adriana one. I want to go into like. 
I've been asked to do a Mustang Sally one. And you're like, oh, Come God, on. yeah. <laughs> um, That's great. <laughs> I, I like the ones that are usually simple or advertising based. Like if I can try to make something that uh, a Martina or <laughs> right. a candle that smells like your sister's crotch. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, those, those are fun to make. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And then again, it's like some my favorite ones are the ones that will, I'll never be able to repost. Because it was for a single event, yeah, and it got maybe six to seven hundred likes, and a couple people needed to have their comments deleted because <laughs> they didn't like what I did that day. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. because it, when it all comes down to it, it's it's really for myself and like the hardcore fans. So there's something there's a little bit for everyone. Yeah, on, on what I do for sure. Well, I think you hit uh, hit all those points. Um, did you find, uh, I think we, we had a guest on previous who was also not from the Tri-State area, and I'm always interested, like, with shows like Seinfeld and Sopranos, like, did you find that there was, um, like, something lost in translation with, like, some of the, like, East Coast kind of jokes, like the Jersey jokes? Or Definitely, did- and I, I didn't realize it until I started doing Potabing because of the depth that, and the homework, like, we all had right. our laptops and of we course. it's just a you watch the show three times and it to the point where it almost felt like homework but still the, <laughs> to to that degree you start when you start doing your research like that you go down the rabbit hole and there's so many little things you miss and oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah you're like oh i know what Stewart's is now yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. um because i'm always interested um about uh shows that were so or not re- being Italian, like I'm an Irish I mean, German <laughs> guy from California. Yeah, that's, that's true. None of us are Italian, so uh, hey, hey, <laughs> watch your mouth. Oh, sorry, half seventy-five uh, percent. Uh, yeah. Get it right, dude. Oh, yeah, the wrong seventy-five. <laughs> um, but you know, I'm always interested to like when the show is that rich in like a certain city or area's culture, um, and it still becomes like a, such a broad success. I'm always fascinated by that. So good stuff. Important Who's questions. Stuff? Are you guys Ralph or Richie's? Oh, Ralph. Oh, yes. Yeah, Ralph. Ralph. That's um, awesome. With family. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ralph yeah. is the best. We did a, uh, a game um, two episodes ago because it was uh, Do Not Resuscitate. And so we played a game. Um, like which Paul, characters right, would you Paul had a list of 12 people and you could only resuscitate three of them. Um, and we had a little bit of an argument about, cause you, you obviously can't save both, uh, Richie and Ralph. And we, we came to the understanding that you'd say, save Ralph. And the, the fun part, like getting into, um, cause I haven't done many of, or haven't done any of the individual interviews, uh, but hearing secondhand from Vic, uh, there's such a wealth of information of stuff behind the scenes, mm-hmm. things that can't talk about on a podcast <laughs> right um but w- the one that i always found interesting is that we've somewhat confirmed that uh richie april really wasn't planned to leave but left and evolved into ralph and right. and i always thought that was a cool concept because they're very similar they're very different mm-hmm. but uh I tend to be that twisted guy that loves the villains in this show. Oh yeah, uh, big fan of Kelly Otardo. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but well, and Ralph is uh, like has so many layers to him. Yeah, because uh, especially like uh, later on, you know, leading up to his demise, uh, we see like you know his son Justin getting the arrow in his chest and all that. You know, you see a different side of uh, a little Ralph. bit of humanity yeah, from a him. little bit of humanity. And Joey Pants in real life despises the character oh i bet he seems like the most gentle nice <laughs> right <laughs> guy. like yeah. if you follow like he like goes on instagram live has no idea what he's doing like <laughs> for the longest like time justin cute. didn't believe me that i'd found his page this is him this is him and it was just before <laughs> like, just when he Joey just started Pants. using it yeah, like, yeah, there's, yeah there's no way all his <laughs> tweets are like his fitbit like tweeting out like <laughs> i walked right. a thousand like, steps today <laughs> probably does, does not realize it goes straight to his twitter account <laughs> <laughs> you saw his live it was yeah. from uh the bad boys premiere yeah right right, right. right. And you're like he goes here here i am we're getting ready here's my my son-in-law i don't know how to the comments are coming too fast like, it's like a dad it's like a classic dad gotta love joey pants yeah uh well good stuff good stuff do we want to jump right into uh fucking internet 
Yeah, let's do it. Where do you guys pull this from? Is it comments on it's like Reddit, on Twitter? Twitter or, or, yeah. Fucking internet. We yeah, we pull stuff from Reddit and Twitter, and that's it so far. But it's a great segment. <laughs> I, I uh, when I don't have enough time, yeah, I fast forward to this part. Cool, nice, cool, cool. yeah. Cool. Um, so we got a few things. I think they, I think they all have to do with this episode. Let's see. Um, from Reddit, user smile underscore life is good. <laughs> oh damn. <laughs> Uh, after several rewatches, I have to say, Commendatory is my least favorite episode. Oh. Granted, that's like saying it's my least favorite type of tits. <laughs> hey, life is good, guys. Uh, yeah, spells, I'm, is this your, <laughs> is your Reddit? Yeah, it's I'm not, like, it's, a hit is a hit. Right? Huh? <laughs> yeah, oh, God. Yeah, oh. Uh, I'm not sure what the episode is trying to do other than serving as a Furio origin story. Pretty much all of that stuff happens... All the stuff that happens in Italy is pointless. Polly acts like an idiot in ways that don't seem believable, even for the lacking self-awareness Polly Walnuts we all love. The only parts I enjoy are all things that are either happening back in the U.S. or didn't need to involve Italy. Thoughts? Reactions? It is kind of like an out. Like I, I might have to somewhat agree with him in that it is kind of like one of those sort of episodes that you see in a season that like... Like forced. Um, is like removed. It is. It doesn't have to do with the... With the with the with the, the larger with the, story, with the larger story, yeah. yeah, like that, like that one in Barry, you know, with the, but whatever that that episode with the girl that goes onto the top of the car and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, sure. Spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, well, I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I haven't seen it all. People <laughs> have to see. He won like mad awards for that. Um, I think. Uh, but but, anyway, but, uh, I'm, but I'm, why am I quoting other shows? Like, I don't know. Yeah, what? Stuff. HBO's um, cutting them checks. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Uh, but I some, dare, of the, some of the I best, dare you to talk about a stars show. <laughs> some of the best episodes are are ones that are sort of just one offs, right? I oh, mean, I agree. I yeah. agree. A lot of them. It, um, but I think that I I feel like I see where that's where that guy's coming from. He's saying it's not great. Um, I'm I don't agree with him, but I see where he's coming from. <laughs> sure. Um, John, you have a least favorite episode. Is it, is it, <sighs> it that's tough. I spend so much time, like, and again, when you start doing these recaps, even the worst one that you thought, you're like, well, it had so many cool bites. Without this episode, you wouldn't have the other. Right. Uh, We coined the phrase when we started doing these called the palate cleanse episodes. Yeah. And this is one of those. Yeah, uh, Yeah, for sure. We just met Richie. Yep. The Mm -hmm. first, or before this. uh, You got to have some of these. Yeah. And this, this spins it off a little bit. Yeah. Agreed. You can't can't drive the car over Beansy every episode. <laughs> uh, from user Fresco Kofax, did Pauly fuck his cousin in Commendatory? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, during their trip to Naples, did Pauly inadvertently bang his cousin, the prostitute, uh, played by Alita Tarallo? Oof, Maron. <laughs> oh, he uh, did. <laughs> spells. <laughs> Definitively, it's, 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 it's a call forward to when Paulie talks about uh, washing his hands in the shoelaces because she's yeah. picking something at her foot. No, I have no idea. By the way, also <laughs> makes her uh, sp- like spray banaka in her mouth right before she smokes a cigarette. Like, what the fuck is the point? Fuck <laughs> yeah. is the yeah. point of that? Right? Yeah, menthol. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Well, that's, yeah, maybe that's it's an, a menthol. That's another thing where I was saying, are they related? Because she washes herself and then he sprays like uh, like like. And maybe we they have introduced like Polly's fastidiousness like with his like cleaning habits and like is she also clean? Oh, like, they're, you're, cleaning like they're hinting herself? that she is like him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, uh, I, I think after you fuck Polly Walnuts, you want to <laughs> do a rinse down. Yeah, I'm sure she does that after every person that she has. <laughs> well, and you with, promised but... me at the end of season one you would do romantic uh, fan fiction. Oh, we did, we so did, we did last is, episode. I think, right? uh, yeah, you know, if it was in modern times, maybe there's like an episode where he does. Uh, Ancestry.com with her. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh great. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that's, that's a good idea. That, that's, Spells. You're, you're, you're spinning the uh, wheels in your meme right Spells. Right, 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 get, right. get on it. All right. Um, jury's still out on whether they were cousins. Uh, yeah. User fractured my Elvis. Uh, I don't eat where I hey. shit. Tony the Charm Soprano in Italy. That has to be. The most strikingly vulgar thing Tony says in the whole series, especially in contrast with the beautiful setting. 
talking to Annalisa huh? while having a business romantic walk in the heart of the Italian countryside. Of course, mm. the whole trip is meant to show the cultural divide, but this, holy shit. It's like he's taking some extra steps to be that greasy, fat fuck, <laughs> no offense, from New Jersey. <laughs> Who's this, Rick Steves? What was this, guy? this guy's like all offended that he did it in front of the... First of all. He calls... Italian landscape fat fuck on the internet <laughs> yeah, and yeah. no offense in case the character's reading because <laughs> Reddit's not going to be able to handle Reddit. that this foul mouthed fat lard fuck piece of shit fucker. sorry but I thought it was kind of rude what you said no offense fat fuck <laughs> well it trailed off into like a college paper a little bit it's getting uh, pretty illustrative with it but like uh, Tony has definitely what, what, uttered what, what, way worse his, yeah. shit than that. What's his point? Yeah, I don't know. I think that's just a common phrase, right? Can you call Melfi a fucking c-word? Yeah, that's was, pretty. Th- this this for not like this user's like thinking yeah. he's like taking a shit and then eating it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe this, it, this is not English first language. I don't know. Like, didn't translate. All right. Oh, um, Tony was too good to shit in the food she was making for him. <laughs> okay. All right. Reel it in. Reel it just, in. We it's just uh, landed knowledge. in Elvis country right now. <laughs> it's common knowledge that when you are being served in Italy, you must shit in your food and then eat it, consume it. Um. Oh, we're, wait, wait, wait. I'm not done. No, we're right, going to This has been great. No. <laughs> yeah. John's got to go. Don't go, John. Don't uh, go. User Mumford the Truth. Uh, underrated character, Annalisa Zuka. After rewatching season two, episode four, commendatory, I was really hit with what an excellent character Annalisa, the lady boss of the family that Tony and company do business with during the episode. I don't see a lot of love for her here, but she really holds her own against Tony. Besides Svetlana, she's the only female that really goes toe to toe with Tony on her own terms. And I guess I put this one because, is that true? Well, she's got a leg up on her. Oh, oh hey, hey. Uh, you you would say Julian Skiff kind of goes toe to toe with him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess I guess you're right. Anybody? Any other thoughts? I mean, to an extent, Gloria does. She throws a fucking London broil at his head. <laughs> I mean, Carmela. Like, I mean, she's she's very obviously uh, goes along with a lot of Tony's shit for right. the bulk of the series. But right. also, she gives it to him like nobody else. You know, mm-hmm. she's playing chess all the time. She is. True. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what comes to mind is when she tells uh, Tony that his friends laugh at his jokes because they have to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that kind of shit. Like she, Cause they're yeah. scared of you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, Mumford for the truth. You are incorrect. Incorrect. Um, user, Cap'n, Cap'n hyphen hyphen J. Who are some actors oh. you think would have fit into the series nicely? For me, Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio. Mastrantonio. Yeah, there we go. Uh, and Harvey Keitel come to mind. Ooh, I what like you, that. Harvey what Keitel. Guys, what do you guys think? He's he's like too well known though, Harvey Keitel. That's my thing. You a know? lot of people like you always um, hear, like, unless even... it was in luxury lounge, like uh, and they're playing themselves like <laughs> Right, right, right. Or like uh, Daniel Baldwin. <laughs> like do you guys like I remember back when the show was airing, like between seasons there would always be rumors like, Yo, De Niro's gonna be in this season. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, Pacino, Pesci like like all these Ray Liotta's comment, like why would you want, like, wouldn't that be distracting? Yeah, well, Joey think. Pants was, like, the first one that, because he had just come out of Matrix, and they were, yeah. Yeah, they were yeah. saying, wow, we've got some fanfare here right. in season right. three. Yeah, yeah, season three. And, and uh, I mean, like, Buscemi was a big deal. Yeah, I like, feel like Buscemi was the biggest one um, of that. He, he was. I almost felt like he was a little distracting, because I still just see Steve Buscemi, but, like, but yeah. obviously you were he also the, so excited didn't oh yeah but i fucking love buscemi like and he had already directed pine baron so it was like he was already kind of a part right, of the right, universe right, right. but uh or that perez hilton the lady gaga <laughs> right 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 man well um fucking guy but so yeah what who what other actors do you guys think could have uh fit into the world of the show ray liotta would have been a <laughs> Son of a bitch! Hey, um, if you want those people in this universe, just watch Copland. Yeah, or Goodfellas, or uh, well, Goodfellas. Sense of Newark. Yeah. That's gonna be exciting. Oh, yes. have we talked yeah. about that? Ooh. Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. I'm so pumped. I, yeah. I just saw this week a uh, a picture of um, Michael Gandolfini with uh, who's the the girl who's gonna be playing Janice. Right. Can we organize a movie night when we oh, all we, go see oh, it? Oh, absolutely, dude. should oh, yeah. for sure. Absolutely, cool. should. let's yeah, do it. We should definitely do that. Uh, opening night. Um, 
We're there. <laughs> but yeah, some some Fandango. suggestions from Reddit uh, for this question. Um, Don Rickles. Okay. As who? Yeah, yeah. Uh, as a friend of Hesh. Okay. <laughs> uh, John Turturro. Uh, okay. I can maybe see I that. I can see that. Okay. Frank Stallone. What? <laughs> Fuck me. Uh, Michael Keaton. What? Uh, uh, and Gary Cooper. <laughs> what uh, wait, wait, wait. The comedian? <laughs> what? Or the actor? The actor. What are you talking about? Oh, I'm thinking of Pat Cooper. <laughs> what are you Gary talking Goldman? about, dude? What <laughs> yeah, happened to Gary Cooper? Come on. Pat, Pat, Cooper, Gary... Pat Cooper could have been. He could have actually been. But he was in fucking, um, was he in Casino? Uh, Rickles. Oh, I know Rickles is in it, but <laughs> was it, was it Pac- oh, I don't know. He's in, he's in a he's Scorsese in movie, I think. All right, guys, anyway, we're, we're meandering yeah, yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Let's, uh, let's wrap it up. Uh, no, I want to talk about was Pat Gary, Cooper. Was, was, <laughs> no Gary, Coop, was Gary Cooper even alive still? Like, I, I doubt it. It was a so. joke, dude. Somebody threw it as a joke. Yeah, well, it's fucking bad joke, <laughs> dude. We, we don't joke on this fucking podcast. You're right. Yeah. It's very serious. Come with some serious fucking internet. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's all I got for fucking internet. All right. All right, good shit. John, thank you so much for being with us. Guys, thank you so uh, much for having me. Thank you for uh, all the stuff you've done for the Sopranos community. We've been big fans here for a long time, so it's, uh, it's, it's wild to have you on. And uh, yeah. Check out uh, Sopranos Graham on yeah, Instagram if, if you haven't. Yeah, if you're somehow listening to this podcast and you don't follow Sopranos Graham, <laughs> I, I don't think that's actually possible. But if you don't, uh, please follow his uh, Instagram. It's amazing. Um, yeah, thanks for coming on. Uh, as always, uh, you can find us um, at Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, if you have any questions, concerns, things that you think we're really fucking, really shitty at. Uh, <laughs> and we're going to do more of, uh, we, we yeah, got some more erotic fanfic. more erotic fanfic. So you yeah, guys it's are coming. coming in with it's your coming. questions yes. and concerns and so stuff. Please, I'm really yeah. into that. I, I want to be a <laughs> yeah, part of the yeah, writer's yeah. room on that. Oh, yeah. please, oh, please. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, if you have any characters that you'd like to hear uh, erotic fanfiction about, <laughs> Please uh, email us at osopranospod at gmail.com or uh, hit us up on Instagram and Twitter. And as always, oh, oh, Hey there, I'm Brandon Gelly from the Always Cheating Podcast, co-hosted with my friend Josh Landon. In case you didn't know, the show you're listening to right now, as well as my show, is part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. What is Blue Wire? Blue Wire was founded in 2018 on the concept that independent podcasts would be more successful if they worked together. Today, Blue Wire has grown to feature 300 shows led by former athletes, media professionals, and passionate fans. And over the past few years, Blue Wire has privately raised more than $10 million to expand their team, their podcast network, and their business operations. Now they're raising another round on WeFunder. WeFunder is a crowdfunding service that connects startups with investors. And it's a cool platform that gives everyone the opportunity to be a part of a growing startup. You can invest as little as $100. In other words, you don't have to be a millionaire to invest in cool companies on WeFunder. BlueWire is raising money to expand their sales team and improve operations, which will in turn help this show continue to grow. So if you'd like to be a part of the BlueWire investment round or want to find out more information, visit WeFunder.com slash BlueWire.